it up you know gotta switch it up sometimes it's episode nine y'all gotta switch it up sipping on. <laughs> i like the energy though i like the energy i ain't mad at that <laughs> hey y'all welcome to episode nine we are your host trey Gotti and lady Lise, and this is hashtag let's argue mm-hmm. <sighs> how are you ma'am i'm doing good you know um Good week, you know. Still a little stressful at the job, but we 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 get there. Hey Amen. I hear you. How are you? I'm good. I feel better now. I got to get in somebody's pool, lay out in the sun. Well, get a slight tan, yes, catch ma'am. some rays. Mm-hmm. Sure, I'm trying to even out these brown golden skin tones. I'm not playing. Melanin oh, playing. Yes, all the way. I'm trying. So I got my little first layer done. Got to go back out there and get a couple more. Right. We're gonna make it work. All right. So right. yeah, I'm in a good mood. Living life like it's golden. Like it's golden, child. Living my life. And you know, I feel like God is just blessing us in many ways. Amen. Um let's kick off with the press release. Press release. We should recognize one of those blessings. Um, in this news. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, mm-hmm. the White House press secretary, will step huh. down at the end of the month. Huh. Trump announced last week on Twitter. So, in celebration of getting her the fuck out of here, say it again. Our first press release is titled, Four Things to Do When You Catch a Liar. <laughs> <laughs> you liar, a cheater, a deceiver. Huh? Right. That might actually have to be the intro. <laughs> Seven years, five years. Classics. <laughs> but, so this comes um, from Ladder.com. Your friends, your co-workers, you know, people just in general, they lie to you on a regular, right? Yeah, they do. So here's what you should do when you spot a lie and how you should handle it with these liars. Okay. 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 Now, okay. let's preface this by saying that this is probably written by a white person in a very corporate environment hmm. who was trying to be very um, careful with the things that they said. Oh, boy. So you guys take this with heed because we all know how we truly would react when we're lied to. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. So option number one. Yes. When you're lied to. Mm-hmm. Do, no- do nothing. Do nothing. Yeah. Nobody likes being lied to. And the natural reaction is to call the liar out. But that's not always the smartest thing to do. Carefully weigh the pros and cons before you take action. Why is this option number one? This should be option, <laughs> option number none. But okay? because, because I feel like this is the phase where you can either go the path of Jesus or go the path of acting a fucking fool. So I, there's like two, there's two roads here. So option one is like, listen, we're going to take it to God first. Okay. Well, All right. I can't argue with that, but I'm still doing something. I, I can't. <laughs> but that's, but see, you gotta, that's, that's another option. Option one, though, you can you can just be like, listen, it's above me now. <laughs> okay? So that's option one. Option number one. All right. All right. Option number two. Yes. Deflect with humor. Some lies are too big to ignore completely, yet too small to make a big deal out of. 
When this happens, you can always make a joke of it. Playful comments that acknowledge the lie will usually do the trick. Now, I feel like we've all done this, where like somebody's lying to you and you just kind of like nodding and you're being like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So you really, so, okay, so I'm supposed to believe all of that, right? So you I, just make a joke out of it. Okay, I'm an advocate for sarcasm. I would definitely probably insert a nice sarcastic quote there. <laughs> right, right. So I thought that one was like, okay, that's pretty accurate. Okay. All right, option number three, play dumb. Like you this, just didn't know? Yeah, yeah. so it, this is particularly appropriate in like group settings, right? So somebody's lying and you're in a group. It, it, you usually want to play dumb. Pretend you suddenly suffered a memory lapse or are confused about the facts. Ask a lot of follow-up questions. I will say I do that one a lot, especially when I'm in like a crowd of people or like there's more than one of me. And then somebody's just sitting in the line and I'd be like, oh, really? Really? Okay. And this was yesterday? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm glad you gave me an example. Because I was about to say, like, why are we asking questions? If we... <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want to be sitting back there like, no, she's lying. <laughs> <laughs> no. What are we doing? This is all a lie. <laughs> exactly. I would be like, okay, keep, keep, keep. Tell me more. Tell, uh-huh. Really? All right. I don't, I don't remember this. Okay. Interesting. I'm the one that does that. And then look at you like you're crazy. <laughs> As they continue to lie and give, Pretty you, much. give you answers that are not truthful. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Well, and then I'll be the one to be like, okay, this nigga lying. They lying. That's a whole lie. All right. So that was number three. Option number four and the final one. Yeah. Call them out on it. In <laughs> situations where doing nothing isn't a good option, you can always call the liar out. It's important you have evidence that backs up your claim, or you may very well be called a liar yourself. Girl, I'm famous for the evidence. Remember on June 19th, 2010, when you was like, I'm that person. I I have all of the the facts. Wait, June 19th, 2010. Listen, I'm saying, if the person is lying... Oh! I was like, girl, sitting here like, wait, what (laughs) happened then? (laughs) Well, I was really scrambling. Like I would know. Like I remember that's what you said, and this is what we did. So you sitting up here lying because I know all the facts. I always have the facts. Sure. I like to present people with receipts. Okay. I, you know what? I actually do that with work. When somebody tries to like play me, I go on my phone, my notes, and I go on this day and time at such and such time. Oh, yes. Oh yes. Sarah said that I did this, and this, and that. I politely told her, um, no, you're wrong. <laughs> this is what actually happened. And she responded in this way. I said, you know what? How about HR decides? And then we do this and this and that. And then like, I, I just document everything. That way, folks don't have to be like, oh, this mad black woman. No, this is the truth. No. This I'm is what famous is. for forwarding the timestamps in the email. I didn't get it. Oh, okay. Copy, paste. I sent it to you on Monday at 1030. Really? You know what? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I used to do that. I, I I learned my lesson after I started dealing with people who were just so high up that emails just didn't matter. So I started giving them the same energy in person. I'm the type now, whereas when somebody gets loose in the email or something just don't add up, I just be like, you know what? Respond with meeting. How about... <laughs> We just meet on the 12th floor <laughs> conference room available. Please bring the data that you are referencing. Looking forward to meeting with you. Because then you got to come with that same 
energy. Just go ahead and come into the conference room. We can all sit there. Okay, Sally. Now, what was I? I remember in the email. You know what? I don't have it in front of me. Can you repeat what you said? Huh. What What was that that you were mentioning then? And we gonna make sure everybody that you see seat on that is in that room. Exactly. I want. I want to feel it. I want to feel that same heat that was coming through your through your fingers. Child, I'm just. I've I've leveled up since then. Now, now it's just we just gonna get in the room. Just gonna get in the room. And if it has to be a one on one, my phone will be recording it. Listen. These people that I be working with, child, I'll take that conversation offline. We can talk about work in another episode, y'all. <laughs> like, for real, we got so many stories with that corporate stuff. But today, though. Oh, no, wait. I got, okay, so I got one more. Um, okay. In dedication of, again, Sarah Huckabee Sanders getting the fuck up out of here. Um, the next <laughs> article is Telling Truth from Lies. Experts explain how to detect deceit. Mm. All right. So this one is is not lengthy, but it's a little lengthy. So um, remember that detecting deception isn't easy. Most people just can't tell. Even sometimes people with a lot of training. So while there are signs that may indicate deception, these signs taken on their own may not really reveal anything about the liar's motivations, right? So in other words, people can lie to you. You can pretty much tell just on little things they do, whether or not they are lying, but it, it may not 100% be correct or it really won't get down to the root cause of why they're lying in the first place. Mm. For me, there's no why if you're lying, you're just a liar. So that's what liars do. They lie. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. So, all right, goes on to say, it's incredibly helpful to know the person in terms of their life history to the extent that you can um, to know about the facts and the situation that you are talking about. And to know the baseline of how that person behaves when he or she tells a lie or tells a story. So if it's me and you, Lise, like I, sh- I know you well enough to where if something don't sound right, I should be able to decipher like, okay, that's not, that, that don't seem right. Because that's not like, or that's not the same, you know, regular situation. Um, um, you know how I am. You know you won't have that problem with me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't even bother lying. I just be like, no, I'm not just because <laughs> it's not gonna work. So just no, no, nope. <laughs> just omit as much information as possible and just not tell you nothing <laughs> and let you know I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather you not tell me than lie to me. Just be like, no, no, we we not doing that today. There we go. <laughs> it's so much easier. <laughs> all right it, it also says even if you don't have a long prior history with the person um pamela meyer the author the author of lie spotting rep- recommends starting the conversation by asking routine questions about the person's day their family or activities to kind of know more about the normal habits so this is like somebody who you may not know that well you have a feeling they're lying Try to get a sense for who they are to kind of compare how they're responding to it. That's a little bit too detailed. But um, she goes on to say, you want to baseline someone. You want to look at their blink, excuse me, their blink rate and their posture and their hand gestures, their leg gestures, their vocal speed, vocal pitch, the laugh, the style, the duration of their laugh. Um, She says you want to know what their norm is so that you have a reliable reference point um, for measuring those changes later good thing to keep note of in the dating world, I would think. Um, the problem yeah. with being too familiar with a liar is if you already know this person, then your relationship with the person may have an override. So, you know, like parents, if your kids are lying to you, 
it may not, it, it, you might just be like, oh, all right, I don't believe or whatever. Like, or it may not have that much of a significance because you know the person, right? All right. So remember, do you remember that show, um, Lie to Me? No. There was a show that came out a couple of years ago where it was about this detective, well, this guy who was able to tell people were lying to him just based off of how they would look at him or react and their mm-hmm. facial expressions and all that stuff. And that's what this article kind of reminded me of. So it talks, it goes on to say um, the first signs of concealment, right? So some yeah. of the context-free signs of concealment occurs during what the doctor refers to as microfacial expression. So these short facial expressions occur immediately and are usually only about one twenty-fifth of a second. Mm. These involuntary expressions reveal the true emotions of a person or what they may be trying trying to conceal, whether that concealment is conscious or unconscious. All right. A common myth is that the fidg- is that fidgeting indicates a person may be lying. So, you know, somebody messing with the fingers and all that. Yeah. That's not yeah. true. So apparently people actually tend to move less when they are concentrating on a lie. Oh, you know what? A meme went into my head when I read that. You know What's the that? um that court show where that girl was acting like she like she had froze with her like smiling or whatever. Yeah. You know which one I'm talking about? Yeah. That's what this <laughs> reminds me of. Like she got caught in the lie and she just froze there. So I I, mm. I don't know. I related it to that and thought it was funny. Um other nonverbal clues like a huge uh like a huge posture change or suddenly stiffening up can also indicate possible deception. Another sign to watch for is if someone places a barrier object like a backpack or a cell phone between themselves and the person that's questioning them. This can be a sign that that maybe they aren't being truthful. Um, People who use qualifying language like to tell the truth or or honesty or, you know, statements like I definitely ain't do all that or I swear (laughs) on my mama grave. I put on my mama life. They may not be telling the truth. Lord <laughs> so. have mercy. You know what? I, I don't even know what to say about any of those clear indications that they are lying. Like, right, sir, ma'am. Like, come on, come on. All right. So another sign to look for is when someone has a strong objection to a specific, irrelevant detail. For instance, insisting that they had chicken rather than the steak when the discussion was really about a much more serious topic. so if i'm trying to tell you well where were you last night i was at the place because no remember i had the chicken nuggets and then (laughs) they they brought it and it was wrong so i sent it back and i had it with the ketchup remember you don't remember that then it's like okay but i ask you about your food it's (laughs) about where you what if they just like okay i gotta play devil's advocate because you know how some people have to have like this extra in order for them to remember. Cause like sometimes like, remember we was at da 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 da. Oh yeah, that's right. So like, how was that an indication of a liar? If sometimes you have to give somebody some extra clues as to what actually happened. I, I mean, I can see what, you, what your point is, but in my experience, most folks who kind of lean toward that versus just saying like a yes or no. Like if I'm saying, Oh, you know, you told me you didn't go to the store that you um let me see you told me you didn't go to the store that you went to the store not that you went to movies or something no i remember no because remember when we were talking about it um 
Remember you had those green shoes on? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like I've experienced folks like that where it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I've definitely experienced that before. And I can see if it was more so like, no, I did go because remember I specifically said that Ma was supposed to be scary and I wanted to see a scary movie and I'm only going to support black actresses. Like, you know, stuff like that. But that's a part of the story. So I don't even think that would apply in this case. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But I've definitely, I, I've definitely had that. No, remember I read the, remember I ordered the steak. And, Girl. you know, yeah. A lot of these dudes be doing that shit. Yes, they do. So, um, it was cloudy outside. Remember, it was cloudy. Right. And then I was like, it's going to rain today. But then it didn't rain. Remember? And that's when I had said my car broke down. <laughs> that's why I ain't come. That's why you ain't seen me. <laughs> oh, Lord. I can't. All right. So it ends with another verbal tick to look out for. Liars are more likely to repeat words, phrases, and details. Uh. So, Sarah, this is all you, child. And we dedicated <laughs> the press release to you. That is the end of press release. Press release. Yeah, nice and short and sweet, but I thought that some nice jewels in there for y'all. Yes. All right. Yes. yes. So we're going to move on to our Let's Argue segment. Mm-hmm. And this, the theme for this episode is Truth Serum. Truth Serum. I'm a little nervous yes. about this one. I'm not going to lie. Why? Because you know what? I came. I I got some questions for you. Yeah. But I don't know if they're in line with ones you've come up with. Girl, we just gonna talk about it. Okay. We just gonna talk about it. We gonna talk through it. You know, I'm gonna be open and honest, y'all. I didn't have my two shots. I'm gonna, you know, give you what you need. Well, let me get all water first. Oh. <laughs> it's called truth serum. Mm. So we we gonna get into it. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So, but Lisa's kicking it off. Yes. So I'm gonna start with a nice and fluffy question. Okay. Oh, good, fluffy. <laughs> All right. So, what is something that you regret from your personal life during your 20s? Oh, something that I regret from my personal life in my 20s. Hmm. Oh, I'm thinking on this one. Hold on. Twenties, hmm. twenties. This was Clark University. <laughs> Circa two thousand. or six. Let's see. What was life back then? <laughs> hmm. You know what? Um. <clears throat> I think, honestly, and this is kind of lame, I I wish I took, I was like really buckled down in school after the first year. Like once we turned 20 and really started, you know, experiencing life, I didn't experience it too much compared to most people who got pregnant and dropped out. But, oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but it was enough to where it extended well it didn't extend it because I did I did that co-op but it I, I I I put more work on myself than I should have so shout out to my homegirl Shannon for it we caused some trouble um and Monique we all we struggled <laughs> this school was hard like we just didn't take it 
as seriously as we could have or should have. And so a lot of things had to be repeated. So for example, y'all, like there's no reason I should have been taking accounting and finance three times in undergrad. Wait, really? Yes. You took it three times? <laughs> yes, I took it three times. <laughs> Cause I failed the first two and cheated on the last. Barely made it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm so serious. And I, and that was all of us. I remember it. So <laughs> me and Mo actually, because you know, the thing everybody used to do was take go to summer school and we weren't nobody was going doing summer school i wasn't going back to summer school it was yeah. like you know what i i do enough to get a c if you get a d i think i forgot if you can pass with a c or not but i know there was a time i got a d and i think for either accounting or finance i got a straight f and so i knew it's like okay definitely taking these over so i went to georgia Gwinnett to try mm-hmm. to take uh, one of the finance classes over thinking, okay, I'm, a, I'm about to breeze through this. George Gwinnett, mind you, is in all the way in Lawrenceville. Lawrence, yeah. Not Lawrenceville today. Lawrenceville, Georgia, <laughs> where there was nothing out there but this little school, right? So mm-hmm. I go out there and I get to the class. Lo and behold, my homegirl Mo from the same class that I had just failed is also in here. So we're looking at each other like, ooh, bitch, we about to pass. We good. We're going to come back. <laughs> graduate and be done we went and we were like really trying to pay attention but in all honesty we really wasn't we were like you know still going out living life and then coming back like oh, okay this seems easy girl it failed we oh, were no. so mad <laughs> paid for summer school <laughs> and failed the same damn class that we were there to try to retake so we could pass so came back to quiet I had to take it again. Actually, did I take it three times or was it four? I think it was three. Took it three times. And on the third time, there were several of us who had taken it multiple times. And at that point, we were like, you know what? We got to outsmart the system. And during that okay. time, that's over here plotting. Girl, when I tell you, <laughs> we did everything we could and we were all in one section of the rooms and we we all passed. We all passed by the grace of God. I think I got a D. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yes, 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 yes. So, yes. So, if there was anything I regret, it wasn't like I had fun. I had fun throughout my matriculation. But um, it was a little lengthy because of all the fun that I was having. So, wow. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Wait, I want to ask you that same question, though. Okay. Um. In my 20s, well, the one thing I could say is that I wish I was a bit more, like, if I was myself, like I was myself now, or if I was me mm-hmm. now, back then, I think I would accomplish a lot more. You because so? I, yes, and I'll tell you why. Because, you know, you're with you and, you know, certain people that I was closer to, yeah, I'm, you know, open and everything like that. But outside of that tight circle, I wasn't. So I think that there were a lot of like self-esteem issues that um, hindered me from being like my true self. And I feel like if I was as outgoing, then I would have made a lot more connections that would probably put me a lot more further now. Like I, I think I allowed people's perceptions of me to define who I was. Mm-hmm. So the, the perception was that I was quiet. I was shy. Um, I didn't talk a lot and, and, you know, it's an ongoing, um, 
phrase between me and my line is now, oh, I don't say much, you know, because, you know, I really didn't. Like, mm-hmm. I just I just chose not to put myself out there like that. And, you know, it was, you know, I think that kind of like, I, don't, I can't say that it stemmed from me being in a different environment or anything like that. It just was a self-esteem issue. And I wish that I wasn't in that space because I think there will be a lot more that I will be doing now if I allowed myself to fully be myself. Hmm. That's so, I, so I don't know. I can see why you would say that. I guess for me it's a struggle because I literally met you on the first day and we were like walking around Atlanta. (laughs) Right. We sure was. We sure was. And I I don't know because I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, because it's hard to have that conversation with you because you are like one of the people who really know me, Yeah, you know, but like, people in class or you know outside of you guys mm-hmm. um even like people at work and even now like some people can say that oh wow like I would have never thought that Carlise would have done this because of what I knew about her then you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so like with them like listening to this and probably hearing me say certain things they're probably like totally shocked because when I say I was out there like a deaf mute I definitely was <laughs> I didn't say shit to nobody. And it was because of the fact that, you know, again, the self-esteem issue, me trying not to um, be perceived a certain way. And I just allowed them to just define me as the quiet person who didn't talk much or didn't say anything to anybody. I mean, of course, I knew people like, you know, I was I communicated when I needed to. Mm -hmm. But again, they still didn't know like the the whole 100%, you know, lease from Philly, live from the 215. Like, they didn't know that. Yeah. <clears throat> but, I mean, we also had a very interesting class. So, it, it was definitely <laughs> one of those, you got to fight to be amongst the loudest. So, I I, can I, also... I wouldn't say that I wanted to be loud. No, no, no. Um, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying, okay. like, in general, I think several of us were probably also seen that same way because there were so many people like there, there was really like on a scale of one to like out there. There was a lot of our class that was out there, so yeah. I, I, I see what you're saying though. I definitely see what you're saying, and definitely not minimizing that. I'm just saying in general, it, uh, you could have been, you know, still showing the true lease from the two and five or whatever, and, and people probably would have still been saying today, like, girl, I don't remember you talking much, just because it was so many people. <laughs> who was like <laughs> out there <laughs> you know what i mean yeah i know yeah. exactly what you mean like i mean that's the the theme of of this year class reunion oh yep. nine did it better because we do have a lot of people who are are very vocal but mm-hmm. i i mean you know, even still i feel like you know i could have done a lot more i could have made a lot more connections i could have definitely pushed myself to get out of my comfort zone yeah. and i didn't yeah well, that's that's a good regret, I think. Then, but growth. Yeah, you're right. It is growth. I mean, you know, i.e., we, you know, mm-hmm. us doing this. Um, but yeah, I, I <laughs> and it's so funny because you know when I go back for not like reunions type stuff, but like if you go to a wedding, you see other people from school, and you know, I'm out here like yeah, and they like what, like <laughs> you know. So, I mean, it just, it just cracks me up. Cause I'm like, you know, I, now people are really starting to see the, the, the layers pulled back a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, well, that's but yeah, I just feel like, 
I'm not saying that I wasted time. I just feel like, you know, I should have done things a little differently in school. But, I, okay, so here's another question. Do you think that being in our 30s made a difference? I mean, I think that has um, a part to play mm-hmm. because, I, you know, just to add insult to injury, um, even with that, with the perception of what people thought about me and then, you know, me acti- actually acting on that, um, there was another piece of it where, you know, I also put people before me. So I like I would uh, put their feelings first before I did mine. It took me a while to get over that. Um, I actually took that into my late 20s and maybe even up until 30. Mm -hmm. But like now it's just like, nah, Mm -hmm. it's a wrap on that. So I definitely can say that, you know, the the age and the, the time and just seeing things from a different lens have probably, you know, allowed me to to make some changes and adjustments. But yeah, maybe because a lot of people say once you turn 30, you just don't give a fuck. Pretty and much. I think I that is <laughs> so true when I tell you that day, my entire perspective changed. I was like, wait, <laughs> hold on. I'm grown. What? I ain't got to listen to you. Real listen. I woof. It was like yeah. the door, like a, like a nice exclusive club just... Let not it was club. Like, oh, this is what not that song. I just don't. Yeah, there we go. What song <laughs> is that? Um, hold on. Because I'm all out with it. The game ain't done. It's a minute, minute. You can be together. Go give your brain a bath. You know what? That the, the way the verse just split into trying to preach, go to church. Start <laughs> listening. Get on the right path. Start it on. Start it on. Get in. Get going. You live faith. You die faith. That's just the way it goes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so prolific. All right. So, and let me ask you a question. Yes. Um, And I know we talked, I, I think we lightly touched on this, but here's one. Are you happy with where you are as living single in NYC? Um, Oh, you know what? Living single in New York City. Because I really hate when people say ATL. So I'm just going to go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I I really hate it. It's like, oh, you in the ATL? And like, (laughs) yes, I'm in Atlanta. That is where I am. Yes, ATL is the that is what you put in when you're doing a search for the airline. <laughs> that is all that is. Okay. <laughs> um, as I continue to sip on my drink for this truth serum. Mm-hmm. So, okay, truthfully, I'm going to be honest with y'all, okay? Truthfully, I'm going to say that I'm not 100% happy with um, being single only because of the experiences that I have encountered like I you know again we've only scratched the surface of the stories that I have to tell child Mm -hmm. so you know my whole experience I mean yes it has probably groomed me um a bit but you know it's so many (laughs) discouraging experiences it makes you get into a place where it's like okay is this is the Lord trying to tell me that I'm just going to be mother Mary like I'm just going to be out here and just be (laughs) single and just be chilling like I mean those thoughts do cross my mind like I try to 
you know, not be negative about the situation. I tried to embrace it. Like I do a lot of things on my own. I, I do a lot. Um, I go out. I still try to enjoy myself. I don't, I'm not cooped up in the house saying, what was me and crying in the corner? Like that's not <laughs> anything that I've experienced, but I'm, I will be lying. And the whole concept of this thing is true, Sarah. I will be lying if I said that I was 100% happy with the state that I am in now when it comes to my experiences as a single woman in New York City. You can move back down to Atlanta. No, that I'm not doing. We talked last <laughs> week with the men that are cheating on their wives because somebody okay. at work. But so that's not okay. every company, though. And that's okay. not every man. There are still good men, you know. But you know what? Let me tell Let's Okay. Side note, y'all. Mm-hmm. Real quick. So you say all of that. But again, I feel like because there's so many women that are available in Atlanta, it, it leaves a man hard to make a decision and want to settle down. Because what is the ratio now? It's probably 30 to 1. So I'm about to come down there. Okay. And if it is 30 to 1, let's, let's take the percentage down all the way down. You got about maybe 45% of them who are of an, an alternative lifestyle. Okay. So now you got this five that's like, you know, oh, I got 30 to me. Why why am I, you know, what do I need to do? But, I mean, but that's also assuming here. that every guy is just struck, you know, they're embracing all the wholeness that is available to them. That's not, not every guy wants that though. Okay. I understand that every guy doesn't want that. But what I am saying is, you know, even when I was down there, you know, I, okay. I'm going to just make be clear. I've never dated an Atlanta guy. Not because I didn't want to, but it was just not something that I was looking for. Wait a minute. To. I ain't saying dating an Atlanta guy. Okay. I just, okay. But I just, I just want to be clear. Now. I didn't say all that. I understand. <laughs> now that Atlanta has become a melting pot, you have a lot of people who are not even from Atlanta. You know, all of these, what they call transplants, moving from wherever they're from down to Atlanta. I get that. But, you know, at the end of the day, because of all of the stuff that's going on in Atlanta, how, you know, it's just a bustling city, everybody's moving and shaking, like it's become like the New York of the South, mm-hmm. and now actually slash LA of the South, because you have all these movie productions and all that stuff down there. I don't, I don't know. I, I, it doesn't really, not only the, the whole situation of me not being in the Southern Bell, because I'm not, like, I, I have to be up in the North. But I I just never was someone who was attracted to moving to Atlanta because of the alternative lifestyle, the high percentages of that, in addition to the large ratio of women to men. I was like, if I move down there, I need to be married already. Yeah. I do. Because what what's going to happen? You know, oh, Lise moves down to Atlanta. You know, we the podcast is popping off. Lord willing, you know, he's going to bless us. <laughs> the podcast is popping off. I got to move down or whatever so we can, you know, get our road trip on with all of our live shows. Mm, oh, Lord, you got a plan. Then, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then as I'm there, oh, Lisa's maintaining the, the whole podcast theme. She's single at 45. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> First of all. <laughs> First of all. I mean, so there are still there are still good men out here that are not produce producers, actors, rappers, singers, directors. I'm not saying there there, are there are regular guys out here who have regular jobs who who do want 
women and they aren't gay. So I think there's still a chance. I feel like you're going to run into the same thing no matter what city. So I feel like Atlanta is a, there's still good guys out here. I find them. I, what I do find is that the ones who, the ones who are serious, they're also very focused. So I can see why it would be more difficult for certain women to kind of grab those guys. You can make that same argument up here because a lot of people move here for dreams too. So I don't know the ones I know moved up there. They moved just to be... well, go ahead. Speak <laughs> one. They moved for what? They moved for what? They just they they. I hate to say it, but it's almost like clout chasing. They go up there just because they know somebody else who went up there and they're thinking, oh, okay. You know what? It's the same thing. Just like you, you made a good point. Just like Atlanta, some people come up here and they're like, oh, I want to make a new life for myself, but they don't want to put in no work. They're just thinking because they know a couple of people who are here. They follow with no actual plan to do anything. It's like, oh, wait. And then months go by and you're like, oh, wait, I got to actually like, I got to work. Y'all ain't going to help me. No, you got to do for yourself. Make things work for you. And I, the the folks, some some of the folks I know that have migrated to New York initially took the same step. I'm sure reality has since hit them, but, <laughs> you know, it, it happens. It definitely happens where people are just, you can go up there and follow your dream. That's cool. But then you do have some who go up there just to be like, oh, yeah, my you know, my homegirl, my homeboy up here. We just gonna go to some day parties all summer, and then the winter come, and they're like, "Shit, I got, I got to pay for heat," <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, if they get one of them buildings out there, you know, and and they don't have to pay for heat because uh-huh. the heat comes with building. However, you can't control it, so you can either be burning up or freezing your ass off. Oh, really? You can't one control of the two. It? No, not in the older buildings. You, if you get a pre-war building, you're not controlling shit. Oh my god! <laughs> so somebody, so. Oh my god. So really? So it's like on the timer or something and the whole building just <laughs> So the way it works is usually they're expecting everyone to go to work mm-hmm. during a certain hour. So usually around maybe nine, ten o'clock they cut the heat off. They don't turn it back on until after six. And then on top of that, the heat doesn't come on, period, until after October fifteenth. What? Yeah. So you can be up in your in your room with like a down jacket and everything. Just girl, I had a full on onesie and a blanket and some thick socks one winter. Yes, I did. <laughs> thermals and oh my god, in the fall. That's why. Why would y'all want to endure that? Listen, you know what? And okay, I know we took it way off the, the scale, <laughs> y'all. Okay, so like me, I moved to New York because I wanted to get it out of my system. I always wanted to move to New York. It was one point in time in my life where I just liked New York guys. Like that's all I dated for a long Mm -hmm. period of time. You know who they are, Mm -hmm. okay? (laughs) So Mm -hmm. that's all I dated. And I was like, oh, you know, and after like going to visit them, you know, with their families and stuff, I was like, I want to be out here. So I eventually made a plan, arrangements for me to try to get a transfer at my job, and it worked. Moved up here, and now I'm up here. Yeah. Would I stay here? No. Like, I don't think that this is a place that's conducive for what I plan for my family, if I'm blessed with one. Yeah, sure, because not controlling your own heat and AC, I don't, I don't know that life. 
oh well you know we got a new apartment where we we didn't came up a little bit right i'm about to say girl, <laughs> listen the only thing controlling my my any of my uh utilities is something called nest and i make sure that that is programmed appropriately so that way i never have to have any concerns when i come I home it senses me it says mama's here turn on and the oh, house is nice right. and cool. The minute I walk in, when we leave, <laughs> it starts to go down. So that way the AC is not blasting. And we're good. That's all you need is a nest. <laughs> Child, I cannot with you. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Come back to Atlanta, girl. You know what? Nah. But <laughs> yeah. 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 Just come on down. Just come on back down. It's okay. Nah. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, okay. Go ahead and answer that question for yourself. Well, am I happy living in Atlanta? Yeah. Um, I am. Uh, Travis, no, he he married somebody who is willing to leave at any point, though. Like, I had some opportunities that would have brought me out to California, to various parts of the continental United States. But, you know, I also married somebody who is fine just being where they at. And so... <laughs> It's uh, it's more of a it's it's a little bit different because it takes more of a compromise. But I think now that we're older, we both realize that our careers will likely take us out of the state eventually, mm-hmm. and we're going to have to have the serious discussion of whether the next time the opportunity comes, will we accept or are we going to just stay? And so, you know, so I'm good with I'm good with Atlanta, but I'd also be good with anywhere else except for New York. I'm not trying to I'm not. New York, anywhere up north. Other well, than Toronto. you're from the south. I'll go to Toronto, though. I but will... It's nothing but a copy. I don't and, know. In my opinion. Have you been uh-uh. to Chicago? You been to I Chicago? have been to Chicago, though, and have also been told to stay in certain parts of Chicago, whereas Toronto, I was able to go anywhere. No, because I was just out there for work um, last year, and they definitely had some issues with some terrorism up, and right down the street from where the client site was. Actually, so, did you hear about the Raptors thing? They had two pe- two people got shot. I was like, where did that oh, came from? <laughs> where did that like, came from? Did they do this? <laughs> what kind of magic, magic trick is that? Girl. They got guns? Not yeah. in Toronto. Oh, they got everything, child. Child, listen, last time I was up there, I the news was so happy. It was like there was the no news. bad news. Yeah, there was no bad news on like on the news. I turned it on in the morning while I was getting dressed to go head into the office, which I was walking to from my building. I was like, this is just so silly. Posh life. I like this. It's cute. So anyway, so I'm watching it and it was like no there was nothing about any deaths, no nothing, no talks on Trump. It was just I think the saddest news was that a puppy got stuck between a wall and a man tried to go and save it. And that was like breaking. And I said, look at Toronto with their happy life. Listen, I mean, we went out there a couple of times for that one particular project. I like Toronto, but I got Chicago vibes. Maybe because of how how the people are a little bit and how the, the, the downtown is clean. Because clearly, in New York, it's not clean. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the downtown... Sure Chicago doesn't have a smell either. No, they don't. Because they're yeah. right on the water. Yeah. I don't know. I still like Toronto. People are just so nice. The, Girl, I almost got hit by a car, and the driver who almost hit me got out the car. Oh, to come move me. Yes, I was just because I was like, it was just so beautiful, and I'm really like, I have artistic background, y'all. So I'm really mesmerized by the architecture of certain buildings. So I was walking, I was crossing the street, and I looked, and I was like, oh wow, like that is beautiful. 
And I, somebody ran up and was like, ma'am, and they didn't even scare me. Like they just put their, their arms around, ma'am, the, the car is coming. And I looked and I said, oh, and the driver of the car stopped and got out and said, are you okay? Yes. Yes, I am. You okay, eh? <laughs> yes. You know the hell they are. <laughs> eh? yes. I'm okay, thank you. And they were like, no, you, you didn't seem like you you saw me come. No, I, I didn't. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. And then he got back in the car and he left. I was like, oh, these damn Canadians, I love them. They're great. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're very nice people. I mean, I do like Toronto, um, but yeah. But I'm saying, mm-hmm. though, at the end of the day, like, I think that you probably wouldn't want to come up here only because you're from the South. Like, yeah. it's the same thing with me. Like, I don't want to go down there because, you know, I'm just, I, I, I can't. It's too slow. I will say, I, I wouldn't be able to go back because being born and raised in Miami, I wouldn't want to go back to um, a city where they don't have as many seasons. Mm. I, I do. I would not want to endure that again. Yeah. I'm really convinced that's why a lot of people from Florida are crazy. That's why we like that. Because we only, it's summer year round. Florida, man. (laughs) It's for real. Like, I really do feel like that is the reason why the way I was was how I was. It was just like, you ain't got no seasons. Then I came up here and it was like, oh, the trees have different colors and leaves? What is that? Mm. Matter of fact, I don't even, I don't know if you remember, but it was one time we were um, packing up for the fall. And we were walking to go get lunch, and I stopped and started taking picture of a tree, pictures yeah. of a tree. I do remember because the leaves were red. <laughs> I do remember. I'm like, girl, like, what, what's going? Yeah, we need to because first of all, lunch was about to end in like 20 minutes. I'm like, yo, like, <laughs> come on, it's so pretty. I'm like, palm trees don't do this. This is new. I don't, I don't know this life. I don't even know this happens. I thought it was just in like Home Alone or something. This is like for real. Oh, gosh. So yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Oh, your turn. Go ahead. Yeah. So I'm gonna go get real philosophical on you real quick. Okay. Okay. So I hope y'all ready for this question, y'all, because I want y'all to think about this too. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, have you ever co- answered or asked this question? At what point are we good enough? What or when are self improvement or the improvement aspect? When did we? trying to say okay i had enough i'm accepting who i am okay so i'm a little slow so say that one more okay so at what point are we good enough when are self-improvements enough like when have we stopped it and just said i'm accepting who i am oh you know what it's an easy question for me and tell me if i'm not answering it it i promise you when i turn 30 is when everything really came full circle for me okay i promise because by then i had i had my mba me and travis owned a home i was at a great job i was making great money i like i really didn't have i mean i don't have kids but it was just like life was good and i felt like you know what this like this is me i'm not changing anymore like in my mind that's what i was pretty much believing like you know you go through your teens you're still adjusting you're learning you think you've grown but you're not you're going through your 20s you're having fun you're exploring you think you've grown but you're not but you're starting to understand the 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 repercussions of a lot of mistakes that you've made in previous lives so then once you hit 30 i feel like that's when things are like oh okay 
I okay, Trey, like you gotta, this is you. You can make these adjustments, you can do this, but this is this is you. This is the heart of who you are. This is what you should be willing to accept and what you can accept when it comes to dealing with other people. Um, I, I was I was real big on people's energy at that point. Like at, at that time, as soon as I hit 30, it was like suddenly I, I was able to I was much more sensitive to the energy people brought around me. And I made it clear I didn't want to be around it. It was like, nah, I'm good. Oh, I like this person. This person seemed like they got a good head on their shoulders. Like I started paying attention to conversations where people discussed goals mm-hmm. versus, you know, trap dealings. It was like, oh, okay, I'm too old for that now. Like, and now I want to understand what are you doing setting yourself up for success? And how does, how can that help reflect in my life? And how can I bring that same energy? And then it was, I don't know, it, it was, it's weird. It sounds really weird, y'all. I know it does, but I promise you that's when it started to click. Now, granted, as adults, we still make mistakes, but I, de- I definitely own them. And I look at those mistakes a whole lot differently than I did when I was younger. So now they're truly like life lessons. And I look forward to sharing those mistakes and those lessons versus trying to figure out, oh, how do I fix this? It's like, oh, okay, I did this. Here's a way. Let me see what other people have done. Like, it's just, it's different. And then I don't question why I do certain things is more so of, you know, I just take more accountability and I'm content with who I am. Okay. That's a great answer. Oh, good. <laughs> How about you? Um, well, with me, I think I, I have to disagree in some points only <laughs> because with me, um, I think I'm my own biggest critic. So not in terms of me being not worthy of certain things, but me always wanting to improve something about myself. So, you know, in the beginning of the year, I tried to do a self-assessment or my birthday, I tried to do a self-assessment. Like, what do I want to accomplish for this year? Or what do I want to do to make an adjustment in my community Mm -hmm. um, to make it, you know, better for those who are coming behind me? So that's, you know, probably why I make certain decisions like, you know, now, I signed up to be a mentor for first generation college students, you know, because of the fact that I wanted to um, equip them with some of the things that I wasn't equipped with. Like I had to adjust and learn, you know, as I went through my professional career and I wanted to just give somebody those tools to where, you know, they don't have to take, you know, almost 10 years to figure it out. You know, they can just get it from the gate and then, you know, um, understand how this whole corporate world works. So um, I would say that, you know, every year I'm trying to figure out um, what I can do to make me better. Um, Because I feel like, you know, if I don't do that, I'm gonna get complacent and be okay with where I am. And, you know, then I start to get bored. And then I'll, (laughs) you know, this sounds horrible, but then I start to get anxiety. Like I can't go through um, not I can't I can't even say life but just a year where mm-hmm. I'm doing the same thing like I need to make some type of advancement or a change that's going to help me learn something new in order for me to um say that I've accomplished something so mm. so that's kind of like my kind of self-improvement I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that you know I beat myself up and say oh my gosh girl da, 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 you know you have to fix this is more of a okay you know, we've accomplished this, what's next? We've accomplished that, what's next? Like, that's one of my things that I try to do um, each year. Hmm, Okay. Yeah, I I can see what you mean along those lines. I guess for me, it's it's the same, just a little different, only because 
I don't know. I think that's something that I incorporate. I incorporate just on a day to day. So like even with the company I work for, mentoring other people who either sit at the same level as me, sit maybe they're in a, a entry level in the organization, or even above me actually, mm-hmm. and just continuing to kind of provide that same guidance. Because I think once you're once you're clear on who you are and the things that you do and how it impacts you, mm-hmm. you're then able to share those learnings. And so for me it always helps for me to kind of share what I, cause you know, obviously, and I'm also a Virgo. So, you know, like I tell people what to do, but <laughs> <laughs> going back and telling somebody else, like, you know, listen to what they're going through and trying to figure out, well, how can I help in your career development the same way that I would want the same for me. And I think it's easier to do once you are clear in what it is that you bring to the table, who you are and how you impact things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. That's that's interesting. I like that question. Hmm. Uh, I had I had to switch it up for y'all. Switch it up for y'all one time. You know, that was a good one. Um. Well, dang. Now, mm. okay. <laughs> you can ask whatever you want to ask, y'all. I'm an open book, child. Because my now mine's are getting kind of ignorant. So. No, go ahead. <laughs> Let's do it. Because we've been talking about you know all of this serious stuff. Let's switch it up. Go ahead. I'm ready. All right, so mine was, uh, would you ever consider being a sugar mama? No. No? No. And I'll say this because, <laughs> all right, so here's the truth, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a situation where I was with this guy and I took care of a lot for them. Um, now, mind you, both of us were kind of in the same position, you know, in terms of not being where I am now like we were just starting out um but for whatever reason he just was slow to try to figure out and you know budget his money and try to do things and he was always broke all the time so um he would like either ask me to um buy his lunch when I lived in a whole nother state like would say can you buy this for me and so I can go pick it up so I can eat um can you help me with my light bill? Can oh. you do this? Can you do that? Yeah. So, you know, he just was not a good money manager at all. And like to the point where I actually had to sit down with him like, yo, like I'm not a sugar mama. You know, we're the same age. Like you need to figure this shit out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not working to help the both of us. Mm-hmm. You know, this needs to be a partnership or whatever. I understand if you fall on, hard times I'll help you out but this cannot be an expectation like you need to you know try to do for yourself and um after experiencing that for a couple months I know for sure that I cannot be someone who is just throwing money at somebody I can't do it <laughs> absolutely not give it give it give it to my mama oh lord okay now if the sugar mama where he's just you know giving me dick Oh yeah, we could do that all night long. But well, yeah, if he give you that, then it's but like, like money, mm-hmm. nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not mm-hmm. doing that. Okay. Hmm. I don't know if I. I honestly, it depends. If I was in my forties, still kind of like chilling, and I found, you know, some some kid who I can tame. If all you do is buy him, well, if all you do buy you some Jordans and some video games and you good, then shoot, we all happy. You ain't bringing me no drama. 
all you, I'm, I mean, here, sit here, do this, clean that, and then. Now you know, good boy, he ain't come take it. <laughs> he is not cleaning nothing. I mean, out in my in, in my mind, that's how it would go. But I mean, I don't know. I I don't think it would be an issue. I'd be like, okay, you gotta make sure you do this. And Wendy Williams doing it now. She says, uh, he sure is. When is he? Twenty seven. Girl, yes. <laughs> like, all right, hey, get it how you gotta get it. Mm. Makes sense. I mean, she's like, listen, we're I'm older now. I just want to have fun. I want to be laid out on Instagram, just taking these pictures with our hands in the distance and nobody knows where we are at different <laughs> angles, different filters. That's where she is in this in this new life of hers. And she's enjoying it with a 27-year-old who I'm assuming is laying it down. Oh, Ain't Wendy you? like 50? How old is she? I think she's almost 60. Not quite 60 Almost 60? Yet. She's in her 50s. She's yeah. almost 60. Um... <laughs> Listen. Mm. <laughs> no, I don't know. Now I don't know either, but she don't mind. If I had Wendy's money, I wouldn't mind either. Probably not. Mm-mm. What's okay. your next ignorant question? I want to hear it. Um <laughs> have you ever been propositioned for sex with by a couple? And if so, if not. Would you say yes if you were? All right. So <laughs> here we go. Real quick story, y'all. So wait, so you have been? Real quick story, y'all. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> so I was on a bachelorette trip, okay, uh-huh. last summer. And um we had a very, very uh, wild night. So a lot of people were asleep. We were supposed to actually meet on the beach at a certain time, but everybody wasn't ready. So me miss on time and the person that you know was staying in my room was like all right we just gonna go to the beach and just wait for everybody so we go to the beach and we were sitting in the cabanas and it was this couple that was next to us so you know they were like talking and asking us where we were from and stuff like that and you know you know we responded Mm -hmm. so then next thing you know the chick is like whispering in his ear so then he says to us yeah, so what y'all here for? You know, what time y'all gonna go and do whatever y'all gonna do later? So we're like, um, we're here for a bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're just waiting for everybody to come down. He was like, oh, so that means y'all got plenty of time. How many of it is y'all? So I was like, uh, it's about seven. So he was like, well, you know what? I think y'all two would do. So, you Ooh, know, we two actually, would do. Girl, okay. And he was like, we about to go to a wedding. I think that y'all should hit us up, you know, around this time because this is when the wedding's going to be over. So we're like, um, no, like we we could like, you know, we got some you know plans for this evening. He was like, oh, I mean, you know, I'm pretty sure that we would have a good time. Like, you know, y'all kind of cute or whatever. And then the chick was like, yeah, y'all are. I was like, okay. <laughs> uh... So so then I was like, okay. I, I was like, well, thank you for the compliment so then um he was like you know but i'm not just saying that y'all just cute like you know i think that y'all should join us for later because you know um we're gonna have a good time later so then here go the person that i was with she was like oh what kind of good time and so i was just like <laughs> it's always that <laughs> always that one <laughs> like oh really 
what games you playing? So he was like, yeah, I'm going to have a party in my room. Y'all should come. It's going to just be us two with y'all two or whatever. Are y'all together? And we was like, no, we just said that we was in a group or whatever. So he was like, well, you know, it's all right. You know, we'll we'll have a good time with y'all. And I think y'all should come back with us. And, you know, I think that we should go ahead and make a movie. And we oh. were like, no, nah, we good. Like, we, we're good. So then he proceeded to lay down. And then she proceeded to pretend to give him head through his pants and then they walked off in the sunset to their <laughs> their resort <laughs> not the sunset <laughs> and i was just like i couldn't like so we was looking at each other like what in the world now the question was would i do it absolutely not no <laughs> i'm not about to be somebody's wild ride as a couple like i'm not going to be and no i'm not doing that you know you're better than me because my first thought if i were had i been the one going through that Clearly, my mind be somewhere else. I would have been like, "Nah, this nigga, about he, they trying to catch a lick. I ain't even trying to. I'm not trying to get caught up. <laughs> hide your bags, hide your purses, hide your wallets. Like that's that's the first thing I would have thought about. So kudos to you to you know read it between those lines. But it was funny that I came up with that one um, because me and uh, Travis were watching. What were we watching last night? I uh, were we watching Game of Thrones. He's just now getting into Game of Thrones, so oh, he's fuck. starting from the beginning. <laughs> and, you know. Me being a Game of Thrones, I uh, gotta watch it with them. So I'm watching it with them, and something happened to where we started talking about uh, people who we knew that kind of did that whole swing in life, right? Mm-hmm. And he said something about trapeze. This place out here for is a swingers club. Oh yeah, I heard about that place, girl. I I heard about it years ago. I thought it might have shut down by now, but apparently not. And it's still a thing. And he was telling me how some of his boys have been I had tried to get him out there before and I was like what what kind of yes he was like what he he was he's disgusted by that type of stuff so I asked him I was like would you ever because we know so we know we had suspicions of this one couple we know yeah that they were possibly swingers or at least the wife may have been maybe he didn't know yet but um just by certain things that she would do like to me and then like around him due to you she was very like touchy and it would it it was very odd because she wouldn't just be touchy like you know you kind of expect certain women to like stare you like you want you you want women or men to stare at the person you're with right so like for him if he sees somebody staring at me it's one thing if i see a woman staring at him it's another thing or whatever but for her to be married and then being like so touchy with us it was kind of like what is what's, what's wrong with this girl what's, what's going on what's going on and why is she doing it both of us why is it she might be like flip-flopping so we didn't know what was happening and i was just like i to me it was like completely it was annoying and uncomfortable right yeah but we had suspicions about her and then i kind of knew what to look for because when i was working for this other company up here um this guy who would come over to my desk all the time, older guys. So let's say I was in my mid, like early 20s, maybe 24, 25. And he had to be in his late 30s, early 40s, right? Let me say early 40s. Mm-hmm. And he worked in IT. And he would always come to my desk um, and like just kind of joke with me. Like he'll like nudge me or push me or something. Like it was real, really childish. And I could never understand, like, why this dude always messing with me? And I don't like I don't bother him, but he was cool. His wife also worked for the company, mm. and for some reason she did not like me. 
she did not like me at all. And I had heard a rumor that she had some kind of problem with me and it was in relation to her husband. I couldn't understand why. Well, they used to throw these parties and me being young, I'm like, oh, parties hosted by people with money at these, you know, these companies. I don't want to <laughs> go. So I used to get mad and I was like, well, why? I'm never invited. And they used to have these parties and they were always exclusive. Mm-hmm. And the guy that sat in the queue behind me who worked in finance was always like, oh, you really want to go to this party, huh? White guy. I'm like, well, yeah, I want to I go to the party. They always have the New Year's party, Christmas, whatever. It's always a big party. And he would always say, yeah, I get invited. I don't go. So I'm like, well, why? I want to go. Well, come to find out, they were swingers. Mm. And so one of the managers there went, unbeknownst to her, unbeknownst to her, she goes there and she's just kind of like sitting on the couch and they keep coming, putting their hands on her leg. Oh my gosh. And she's just kind of like, hmm, okay, this is kind of weird. And then they're like, well, why don't you come back here? And then it wasn't until after she, people started leaving because this is when folks started finding out what was happening. People started leaving and she was the one that was like, well, why are we calling in the night? We're going to stay right here. <laughs> so she stays. <laughs> and that's what they tell her, like, you know, this is what we're trying to do. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. And so she had to find a way to leave. This is before the world of Ubers. Maybe but she find to... a way. Just well, get up she there. was there. She was th- she was there. And I don't know how she got there, but she had to get up out of there. But yeah, they tried to get at her. And apparently they had gotten at some other folks. But everybody knew except for me. So apparently I had a secret beef with the wife. And <laughs> I I didn't know why. But... <laughs> But yeah, but they were swingers and then it started to make sense because the way that they would go about like interacting with people. Yeah. I noticed it, but I just thought it was like, oh, they like them. They don't like me. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, not, no. I'm, not, I'm not old enough to be in the in crowd. Like that's how I took it because I was young and dumb. But no, they were swingers, y'all. They, mm-hmm. they ain't there. And I was like, dang, now they got this whole thing, trapeze and ugh. I think there's a pool in there from what I hear. Okay. Yeah. They have a Yelp page. I've actually gone to look at it. It's very interesting. I bet it is. Yeah, it's very interesting. I just couldn't imagine. Just ugh. Yeah, no. No. Nah. No, nah, we're good. But yeah. I wonder what happened to that couple we were cool with. Uh, hmm. You look on the Yelp for the Yelp reviews. I know. They, they need to go in there. <laughs> yeah, she used to do some weird stuff. Like it would get to the point. Me and Charles would come back home like <laughs> Really trying to decipher the entire day's events. Like, did, did that happen? Oh lord! Did she, did she do that? Did she say this in front of in front of him? Did she whisper that to us? Oh god! That really? Yeah. Like she used okay. to really do some some stuff where we would just be like, "Is she joking or is she for real?" Like you really could not tell. But okay, yeah. Nah, we good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was very odd. Um, let's see. Um, I think we kind of, yeah, I don't really have any other good ones. Yeah, we touched on a couple things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much fresh out. <laughs> All right, y'all. So that is the end of Let's Argue Damn. Let's Argue was long. Let's argue about this. Let's argue about yeah. that. So let's <laughs> move into our ask and argue. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me open this up for one of our listeners. All right. So the letter says, 
one day I was having lunch with three friends. They all start started criticizing a close friend of mine, knowing that she is my friend. The criticism and gossip about my friend started to become uncomfortable for me, but instead of telling them to stop, I just changed the subject. Am I wrong for not saying anything or was I right for not causing additional trauma between us? Also, most of the things they said were true, which is why I didn't say anything. Should I tell my friend that these other friends were talking about her or should I leave it alone? I'm having a slow day. Hold on. So having lunch with three of her friends. Yes. They start criticizing and gossiping about a friend that's not there. Right. Gotcha. Yes. Ooh. Okay. You want to tackle this one first? Um, well, I feel like it depends on what was said. Because, no, well, number one, if it was true, then like, damn, what kind of friend is she? And I'm right. like, I want to know, right. what was y'all talking about? But, um, but I, I feel like if that's her friend and if she's friends with the other friends, then maybe it should be said. Because, like, for me, you you know, just something happened to us. You know, remember, uh-huh. you know, when I heard about somebody that's no longer our friend was talking mm-hmm. stuff and I came back to you and was like, oh, Yo. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yep. yeah, you know, this happened to us and I came back and I told you, like, nah. But that would that would just that's just me. Like I'm I'm letting you know, like, hey, so and so was talking shit or whatever. Yeah. yeah but then I again, like I will also weird. address them too. Like, yo, like why are y'all talking about her like that? I will say, you remember Dom, our homie? Yeah. I, I will always respect her for what she did at um while we were still at Clark when I fell out with yeah, your other friend, because she came to me and was telling me what was being said when I wasn't there. Yeah, and the fact that she was calling that person out on them talking about me the way they were. Yeah, so I was like, you know what? And when she told me that, I was like, see, that's that's when you know somebody being real. Because yeah. if I'm less concerned about the people who are talking bad about me when I'm not in their presence and more concerned about what my friends, how my friends respond. Yeah, what they said. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Should have said something. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in this case, girl, you should have definitely said something. I'm though, If your friends are sitting there gossiping about somebody else and not being able to say it to their face, then imagine what they could be saying about you. That's right. My, my whole assumption is if somebody's talking about me, especially if they're talking bad about me, now if you want to, you know, lift me up, even when I'm not there, then feel free. But yeah, if you're gonna, you know, try to dog me while I'm not there, then you one have that same energy when I am. And two, I'm gonna assume that you like well, if you're doing it to somebody I know, I'm gonna assume you're doing it to me too. Yeah. Period. Like that's just how that's gonna go. I, I don't trust that. And I didn't know for the record, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think I'm- you um you found out through didn't you find out through somebody else? You talking about the the other one, or you talk about my current friend? Oh, you mean the oh you oh I know which part you didn't know about. I knew you didn't know about that. Okay, because you yeah. know I would yeah. Okay, yeah, I, let's you, just be clear. Yeah, no, I knew it was only because it was only told to um to Dom. Yeah, Dom had to set that straight twice, and then after she couldn't get it done twice, I was like, well, we just I'm gonna just have to handle that one. So it is what it is. But we're all grown. We moved past it. It was yeah, you know, childish. But you know, back then, yeah, it's. I mean, you have friends, you don't want to believe that they would do something like that. But yeah, girl, um, question your friendship and next time set them straight. Yeah. Don't just change the subject. Now, if it's, I don't care whether it was true or not. Well, yeah, that's what I, I, I agree with because I'm like, okay, so I, is it 
because it was true is why you didn't say anything. But then I'm like, okay, if it's true, then why are you not calling the friend out? Like, that's another right. part to it. Like, why are you not calling her out about what's going on? Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I agree. It's unfortunate, but yes, get new friends. <laughs> and that wraps up <laughs> ask and argue <laughs> yes so for everyone else join the argument submit your topics on our Instagram page at let's argue underscore the podcast and post your topic in the comment section or you can go it down in the DM us to keep your questions and your topics anonymous can I just uh, say something real quick? Yes. So, you know, I went to get my nails done today, right? Okay. And the guy who used to do my nails, he um, is this older dude, like, Asian, real old. Looks like he, like, still, like, rolls sushi and all that. Like, I'm sorry, God, I didn't mean that. But still, he's older. Okay. Really older than everybody else in the shop, right? But he does really good SNS, right? Okay. So I used to always go to him, and I found out he started looking a little weird. So I asked the uh, owner, um, who I'm cool with, named Jacob, and he was like, oh, yeah, he um, he got gout. And oh. I was like, oh, okay. So I started, I didn't know his name, so I started calling the guy Mr. Gout, right? Wow. So every time I come in, I'd be like, is Mr. Gout here? And they knew who I was talking about. So they're like, no, he's sick today. Okay, cool. Well, Mr. Gout is back. He's been on hiatus for some months. He's back. So, you know, as normal, I'm thinking, okay, I got him. We're going back to our old thing. I think he's also losing his eyesight. Oh. Girl, tell me why he was fouling my nails into, like, he was shaping them, right? Yeah. And I'm noticing, like, after a while, I feel burning on my finger. This oh. man is fouling the side of my finger, not my nail. And I was okay. like, what are you it's, doing? It's time for a new tech. It's time for a new tech. And I thought, so I felt it, but I didn't think it did anything. And as I'm sitting here, I'm looking at my finger like, is it red? He done <laughs> fell through my finger. Oh my God. <laughs> Why did you tell him to stop? I did. But you know, you don't really, like, you just go in and he's like, and he, he was looking real close at my nails. And I was just kind of like, wondering like, huh. Is he having choice? It's been a while since I've seen Mr. Gout, but I don't know if he can, can he see anymore? Okay. Because he's working a little struggling. <laughs> for a new tech, okay? Yeah, I'm going to have to go to the new girl that they hired. Because she did my nails <laughs> before and she did a great job. But you know what, Mr. Gout made his, his you know, grand debut again. I was like, oh, okay. He, he knew. Debut. He knew. I, I went to get my feet. I was getting my feet done and he came right on over because he knew. This is, we, we continue where we left off. It's it, yeah, Mr. Gallup messed up. I'm I'm a little I'm a little sad about it. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Mr. Gallup. <laughs> I just had to throw that out there. It's been bothering me, and I was like, I, I want to tell you, but I don't have to call you after. So. <laughs> <laughs> that conversation that. now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, continue. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, y'all. So it's time for the story of the week. Okay. So um, oh, as we prom- yes. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So we promised that, you know, episode 10 was going to be a fairy tale. So this is a messy oh, so tale. this one is it? Oh. Yeah. Episode 10. Are you on 10 yet? Are you on 10 yet? So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that should be the intro song for the next episode. What is that? You don't know that? No. That's the Kendrick Lamar song from Black Panther. It's called oh. 10. <coughs> oh, my gosh. Are you okay? <laughs> You don't know that song? 
it all came at me at once. Oh. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I do know that. Okay. <laughs> and then yeah. I just breathe. Okay. All right, y'all. <laughs> so this messy tale is actually an experience story. It's not a dating story, but we thought we should go ahead and switch it up for it. Um, since it's the episode nine, then it's before we get into the fairy tale. So why not change it up? So oh, it's a listener story. Yes, it's a listener story and it's an experience, not a dating story. Oh, okay. All right. So this one, this messy tale is called A Not So Clean Scene. Okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. So um, it's a guy, actually. He goes in to say, hmm. this is undergrad days in Atlanta. I won't mention the school, but it's one of the black <laughs> joints, so y'all figure it out. <laughs> Did he really say one of the black joints? <laughs> yes. All right. I'm, I'm narrowing it down. <laughs> All right. Keep going. All right. So I'm partying, celebrating, celebrating some shit. I can't remember. It was a baby or a marriage. That's not important. Just know that we was twisted. We get back to the crib, and we had some joints come back with us. Remember, oh, Lord. We fucked up this night, and I don't know how the fuck we made it back without crashing the car because we were all drunk. Now, it's the middle of the night, mind you. I have a very strong, sensitive nose. Something wakes me up. It's a smell. First thing that came out of my mouth was, A-O-B, what the fuck is that? (laughs) So he's like, I'm on the futon in the living room. It's pitch black. I can't see shit keep that word in mind because as soon (laughs) as I walk over to turn on the lights that's what I see shit all over the place what (laughs) I didn't step on anything but yo there were clumps of shit on the carpet in the living room leading to the kitchen Uh -uh. into the bathroom I'm Uh fucking baffled as to Uh how random ass clumps of shit got on the carpet nah B (laughs) nah nah. so he says I put my sandals on to skip over that shit and head to the bathroom where I hear voices and the shower running before I go ham I lean in to see who the fuck left this shit in the apartment I overheard the chicks whispering to each other one of them was like oh my god I shit on myself the other one responded girl lower your voice before we wake them niggas up So then he says, I hear you. You left your shitty ass evidence all through the fucking house. Oh, I went to go wake my friend up because it was his spot. I softly wake him. He jumps up like, man, what the fuck going on? I'm like, bruh, you're going to be mad, but try not to blow up yet. You got to come see this. (laughs) He followed me into the living room to the scene of the crime. This motherfucker didn't hear shit I said because he blew the fuck up. At this point, I'm waiting for these shitty ass chicks to come out the bathroom. <laughs> oh, my boy God. is banging on the door like, y'all need to come the fuck out here and explain this shit. The one joint comes out, guessing she wasn't the shitter in question. <laughs> and told us, please chill. She's extremely embarrassed. I'm cleaning her up in the shower. She got too drunk. My boy wasn't trying to hear it. Me, on the other hand, I'm a tad of an asshole, so I start asking wild questions. Lord, no, no. So he said, <laughs> what type, he said, what type of alcohol makes you shit yourself? That's, I was just about to ask the same question. What were they having? Like, uh, what was, what's the, uh, the, the coffee, milk, chocolate stuff? You know, um, Kahlua? Yeah, what, yeah, were they having a bunch of Kahluas or something? No, I don't know. 
So that'll do it. That'll do it. He said, low key, this is some bullshit. You know, I never seen no shit like this in my life. So she gets mad. But boy, like, hey, man, this ain't time for that shit. I'm like, I ain't trying to be funny, but y'all got to go and clean this carpet tonight. Then the shitty joint comes out the bathroom and was like, I ain't got money to clean y'all carpet. Ooh. <laughs> and then she said, he said, call your family before we post this shit on Facebook. <gasps> he was like, you not going to have us cleaning up after your shit, which they yeah, did. The carpet true. company claimed through and cleaned the shit up out of there. But yo, this is a shitty ass story. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. That, that, you know how embarrassing that would be? Girl. That's why I, I tell people at work, like, listen, there's one thing I just request. I don't even care if we don't get along. If I pass out, please just, please don't let nobody, if I shit on myself, just don't let nobody else see. Just <laughs> cover me up as as good as you possibly can. Because, you know, when you pass out, you don't know what's happening. And yeah. well, you, well, I do know when I'm about to pass out, but I, a lot of alcohol has to be involved. So typically it doesn't happen if i'm not drinking so if i'm just like but there's been people at work that have just passed out before they might have a condition i don't want to be one of those ones that do it and then you just release girl oh my god like who's supposed to help you out then all right quick story y'all so <laughs> we don't tell me this happened to you no, were you no, the no. shitty girl hey 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, the fuck? hell no but anyway quick story <laughs> so we in miami right and mm-hmm. Um, I think this was before I started drinking. So we get to Miami. This was like spring break. And I was with some of my line sisters. And, you know, down there, like, I think I was like sharing the ID with another line sister that was already 21. So we like mm-hmm. kind of have the same complexion. So, you know, the bouncers wasn't paying attention anyway. But anyway, she gave me an old ID that had obviously her birthday on there. Mm-hmm. So we go to Wet Willies. And, you know, um, the first couple of days, I'm like, I want a weak willy on the rocks. Like, I wasn't getting no alcohol or whatever. But one this one particular day, like, everybody's like, yo, you got a fake ID. Just go ahead and get one. So I'm like, all right. So mind you, I don't know what I like yet. I don't know what I can handle yet. I don't know. I don't even remember what size it was. All I know is that I finished the whole thing. Oh, you tested with some sugary drinks on the first time. I sure did. And mm. then I'm laying on the beach. And I'm like, I'm just chilling. But then all of a sudden, I just... You know, it was like this weird sensation going on <laughs> in my stomach. So I'm like, yo, where the fuck is the bathroom? So, <laughs> like, it's on all the way <clears throat> on the other side of the beach. Mm-hmm. So then I just get up and take off running. So my last is like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, yo, <laughs> ask questions later. So <laughs> run into the bathroom or whatever. And I shit you not. <laughs> like, I barely made it in there. Like, I was about to have a shitty day on that damn beach. Like, it was. So, I don't know what she was drinking, but it's definitely possible. Okay. And she was probably having something with a whole lot of shit. Have you ever been to New Orleans? No, I haven't. Girl, listen. So, word of advice. I will say, walking through Bourbon Street and having all them sugary drinks and then eating the greasy food will do the same thing to your stomach. But because of all of that, you'll never wake up with a hangover. But you will have the runs every day. Oh my! So you just have God. to let it out. Yes, girl. We went. Me, um, actually, we went for my thirtieth. That's where we went, and we couldn't figure out for the life of us why we weren't waking up with hangovers because we were drinking so much starting first thing in the morning, <laughs> and that was literally the last thing we were drinking. Like that was 
throughout the day. They just constantly refill, keep 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 them coming. And but our stomachs was just they were fucked up the entire time. Every oh single God. day. Yeah. And it wasn't like, you know, you can't walk Bourbon Street because you got, you know, your your stomach's bubbling. It's like literally you go through the motions. You're drinking all day, you eat when you remember, then you drink some more and you're drinking the rest of the night. <laughs> you eat and then you go to sleep, you wake up, you be like, oh, gotta go. Then you go, everything comes out. And then you feel dehydrated and your first thought is, I need to go get something to drink. And then you're drinking again. And it just keeps going. Just like that. And that's why I realized, okay, sugary drinks have special reactions. So I'm going to oh. be doing that. My God. Yeah, girl. Gotta be careful. Gotta, gotta know. Clearly. But yeah. that's the end of story time, y'all. <laughs> but I'm sure everybody has stories to tell. So again, like we said, this is an experience story, so it doesn't have to be a dating story. As long as it meets the mo of your messy tales, what the fuck are your fairy tales? Oh, mm-hmm. Actually, yes. I, for those of y'all who are in great relationships now and you think you found the one, share us those stories. I want to I wanna hear something a little bit more uplifting. Yes. Give us some hope out here. So we're um we're actually trying to do like a couple like just how we did um well it was I like that story. It was kind of ten or whatever because we had the the preview. So that counts as an episode. So we had ten messy tales. So we're trying to do the same thing with the fairy tales. So yes. Oh you need a dildo. Yeah, yeah. we did release the whole preview. So yes. Yeah. 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 So yes, please send them in. Send them into tl.letsarguepodcast at gmail.com. Make your story anonymous if you want to. Please send them to that or click the link on our Instagram page to send be sent, excuse me, directly to the Gmail account. Yes. Yeah, y'all. This is episode nine. Episode nine. Then it's going to be episode ten. Are you on ten yet? Are you on ten yet? I know. We almost- <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Oh God! All right, <laughs> all right, y'all. I don't even want to say that. But I, I'm never. I'm just going. I'm, bye. What? <laughs> bye. I'm just going to end it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, follow us on Instagram. Let's argue underscore the podcast. Oh, yeah. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>